Our scripture today will be in Revelation 1, 4 through 8. And that may be found on page. John, to the seven churches in the province of Asia, grace and peace to you from who, from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is a faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood, and has made us to be a kingdom and priests to serve his God and Father. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierce him, and all the people of the earth will mourn because of him. So shall it be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. The other scripture is John 18, 13 to 38, and 8 on 767. Pilate then went back inside the palace, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Is that your own idea, Jesus asked, or did others talk to you about me? Am I a Jew? Pilate replied, It was your people and your chief priests who handed you over to me. What is it you have done? Jesus said, My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jews. But now my kingdom is from another place. You are a king, then, said Pilate. Jesus answered, You are right in saying I am a king. In fact, for this reason I was born, and for this I came into the world to testify the truth. Everyone on the side of the truth listens to me. What is truth? Pilate asked. With this he went out again to the Jews and said, I find no basis for a charge against him, but it is your custom for me to release to you one prisoner at the time of the Passover. Do you want me to release the king of the Jews? Yes, sir, the boy said. 
Now, tell me, how would your father tell you to testify? Well, said the boy, my father told me that the few lawyers are trying to tangle my testimony. But if I would be careful and tell the truth, I could tell the same thing every time. Now, part of our passage that Terry just read from John's Gospel speaks the truth. And it brings up the question, what is truth? Now, Pilate is questioning Jesus after Jesus was arrested in the garden. Now, the first questions that Pilate asked were almost automatic. They were almost leading, leading questions because he was investigating the Jewish leader's complaint against Jesus. And Pilate was going to find out from Jesus if indeed he was a king. But Jesus admitted that he was a king, but a king far more than an earthly, temporal king. And that's part of the problem in our world because people misinterpret where Christ's kingdom is. But Jesus takes the discussion that he's having with Pilate and he turns everything around and he makes it to be pointed more towards his mission. And he tells Pilate that his kingly role is identified with testifying to the truth. Because he says, everyone who is on the side of truth listens to me. And that's when Pilate raises his question. What is truth? Was that question serious? Was that question Pilate being sarcastic? We don't really know. But what we do know is in the voicing of the question, afterwards, Pilate goes out to the Jews and he dismisses all the charges against Jesus and offers to release him in celebration of the Passover, which, of course, the Jewish leaders rejected. Jesus is telling Pilate that he has come into the world to proclaim the truth. But Pilate doesn't believe it's possible to know the truth. Truth is just a matter of opinion and can never be proved. And you know it's ironic because Pilate doesn't recognize that the truth is standing there right in front of him. You know, maybe when Pilate asked Jesus the question, Jesus maybe should have responded like Jack Nicholson did in the movie A Few Good Men. He was on the witness stand. He's portraying Colonel Jessup in the movie. And he was pressed to provide answers. He was pressed to tell the truth. And the response that he made has become almost as legendary as Jesus' response. Because he said, you can't handle the truth.
Now, Satan wants you to believe that there are many truths. Because to Satan, right and wrong is relative. According to God, Satan is the father of lies. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And Jesus claims that in him and only in him is the truth. The truth of right and the truth of wrong. He says in John 8, verse 32, he says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Jesus says, I am the way. Now Satan will tell you, there are many ways. There's many paths to salvation. But Jesus tells us that he, the Son of God, the Christ, is the only way or the only path to salvation. He says in John chapter 10, verse 9, Jesus says, I am the door. By me, if any person enters in, that person will be saved. The only way to go in and be saved is through the door that is Jesus. And notice what Jesus says. He does not say that he is a way. He does not say he is a door. He tells us he is the way. He is the door. He is the truth. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the light. Satan is a murderer and a destroyer. The Bible says that Satan is like a lion seeking anyone he might be able to devour, devour and leave nothing behind except the bones. Satan wants to murder your soul, destroy your spirit, and let the flames of hell devour you. But Jesus, the Son of God, he comes to offer life. He says in John 10.10, 10, he says, The thief comes not, but for to steal and to kill and destroy. I have come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. Jesus says, no one comes to the Father except through me. He claims, pointedly, he is the only path to salvation, the only truth of salvation, the only life for salvation. And he died on the cross to take our punishment for sin so that we could live and have the rewards of heaven. The writer of Hebrews in chapter 9, verse 22 says, in almost all things of the Lord, is the law cursed by blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. The shed blood of Christ offers us the opportunity to be forgiven. It offers the opportunity for repentance that produces faith. And through faith, we can receive God's grace and God's mercy from the punishment of sin. God offers us the ultimate and absolute truth. Heaven or hell, salvation or sin, reward or punishment, all are offered to us through God and God's grace. You know, we have a great Messiah. Our Messiah died for us. He was the greatest conquering hero that ever could have been. He may not have kicked Rome out of his homeland, but he conquered death and he conquered damnation for the whole world and all who believe in him. And so as we begin our journey next week into Advent, I ask that you remember in your hearts who Christ is 
Remember what Christ did. And remember why Christmas and Christ's birth is such an important holiday. But that brings us full circle. Back to Pilate. Back to Pilate's question. What is truth? Pilate asked a question that is very significant. So I ask you how you would answer that question. We know Pilate's thoughts because he immediately walked away from Jesus. He asks a question. He reveals an interest or a lack of interest in the answer because he refuses to listen further to Jesus. Jesus tells us he is the truth and he backs up his claim through the Gospels. What is truth? Truth is that that is contained in the Word of God and in worship of the great King. Truth is important. Truth is knowable because God is knowable. Christ has made God knowable to us. Jesus said, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Are you free of the control of pleasures and powers in this world? Free to know and love and follow the King who will one day return and claim all the things that are under his power and dominion and rule? Believe the truth and be set free. Let us pray. Abundant God, prophecy says you are coming with the clouds for every eye to see. Until that day, may we always do the holy work of making your reign real in this community and in this world of need. Amen. Our closing hymn is number 372. Please stand if you're ready.